AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. After a battle-tested Warrior squad came out victorious last week at home, it was time to load up the troops and head west. Tonight, Montgomery, Alabama is where we set for battle, and it's time for the Warriors to answer the call. Having all week to sharpen their swords and tighten their armor, head coach Buster Daniel marches the boys in red and blue into hostile territory, where another set of Warriors await to defend the hallowed ground that they call home. As the band play their battle cries, the drums perfectly reflect the heartbeat of these young, man, young men in anticipation of what's to come. It's not Halloween yet, but we're in for a treat tonight. It's Warriors and Warriors, Lee Scott and Valiant Cross, set to do battle on a Friday night here in Alabama. The Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Not every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Home buying has never been simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kick off here 
on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Thank you for joining us tonight as the Lee Scott Warriors are set for their first game of three straight to conclude the regular season. And it, and it starts tonight at Valiant Cross. And as always, a reminder that the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. My name is Christian Griffin and... You, you probably used to hearing my voice in between the plays uh, as the color commentator of the Lee Scott Warriors. And don't worry, I do have the man himself, Jacob Goins, standing right here to my right as we are here in Montgomery, Alabama, on the campus of Alabama State University. We're flipping roles a little bit tonight, at least for the pregame and possibly for uh, what could be the second half, maybe a little bit earlier, depending on how things going. Uh, Jacob's on a little bit of a voice rest, so we're saving everything that he's got uh, to give to y'all at the kickoff and through the, at least those first couple drives this evening. But let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get into it. A little bit of a preview, a little bit of a recap as well and what we're looking forward to seeing here tonight. Lee Scott, 6-1 and one, uh, on the year so far, coming off of a win at, uh, against Bessemer, 41-11. to 11. Uh, The offense looked pretty impressive, put up 368 yards. 239 of those were on the ground. But it's the defense that we've seen throughout this entire season stepping up big. You look at it, 41 points, only 368 yards of total offense, but it's the defense, as I mentioned, giving the offense short field to work with, allowing them to only have to go 40, 50 yards to find their way into the end zone. The defense only allowed 207 yards of total offense, and they recovered a fumble as well deep in Lee Scott territory that allowed the offense to thrive. The Warriors come in 4-1 and one in region play, as, as we know, the only loss to the Glenwood Warriors on the road. So we're definitely looking uh, to, get, to get the momentum back here as we enter the, uh, those final three road games of the season. Yeah, it is. It, you know, it's it's a really beautiful night uh, here in downtown Montgomery on the campus of Alabama State, as you mentioned, Christian, and, and a wonderful job opening up the broadcast, getting us going here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. And, yeah, Lee Scott really been really been rolling since uh, since that loss to Glenwood on the road. And, and, look, Lee Scott hasn't had to go on the road much, just their third road game all season long with the loss at Glenwood. Uh, then they went on the road to Altaga a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're able to get that win as well. And so while this may not be a, a super hostile crowd, seems like a lot of Lee Scott fans are here. A uh, gorgeous field, though, here it at is. Alabama State. Lights are on, sun is down. A uh, gorgeous turf field here, uh, the home of the Hornets of Alabama State. So looking for Lee Scott to play really, really well here tonight. Yeah, they are. And the opposition on the other side of the field, we talk about how well Lee Scott has looked. It's been a little bit of a different story so far for that Valley Cross team. Oh, and six so far this season 0 and 5 in region play so definitely two tails of the script here last week losing to Fort Dale 37 to 8 as we know Lee Scott heads there next week in what's looking to be a very exciting matchup to try and lock up that two seed in the class 3A of AISA but again, this this Valiant Cross team has some talent. They got a couple guys that they're going to rely on heavily, almost like what we saw at Otaga, uh, with those leaning on a couple skilled mm-hmm. guys Absolutely. that are going to uh, that are going to get the ball a majority of the time. But the the penalties are what we've heard that have been the real uh, Achilles heel for this team, kind of just shooting themselves in the foot, not able to move the ball down the field. So Lee Scott really hoping to, to take advantage of that tonight. Yeah, in, in the past, uh, when Lee Scott plays this Valiant Cross team, you can tell that there is a lot of talent on this team, um, but it just seems like in the past they haven't been able to just put it all together.
together. At least Scott saw this team actually twice last year. Um, once in the regular season at home there at Judd Scott Field, and then the other time was actually in the semifinals of the state playoffs last year at Judd Scott Field. Once again, it was nasty weather. Um, at least Scott was able to really just take care of business, and, and what really won them the football games, Christian, both times were taking advantage of penalties and turnovers that Valiant Cross gave them, um, and just taking advantage of those opportunities. So if Lee Scott can do that here again tonight, uh, they'll put another win in the win column and be on their way uh, to what should be a good game next week against Forddale, but got to take care of business here first. Definitely. We talk about it. The paper being one thing, actually playing those 100 yards on the field is another thing. And we would also like to present today's game sponsor. It's presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and you need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, towing offering 24-hour towing services. And as we mentioned, you know, the game has to be played on the field. It's an any given Friday mentality that we have up here in the booth and hopefully on the field for Lee Scott as well. Although fall break is approaching for these kids with them having Monday and Tuesday off, if you start your break too early, you're going to find yourself in a whole lot of trouble here tonight. But when we return, we're going to give you the keys to the game and the starting lineups. You're listening to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do it center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do it center at Building Supply. Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. And yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Or call us at 334-887-8422. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
It's time now for the Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups, presented by the Gouge Performing Arts Center. Welcome back. As we are on the campus of Alabama State University, as we await the matchup between the Warriors and the Warriors, Lee Scott and Valiant Cross, we're going to go ahead and give you our starting lineups presented by the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. For Lee Scott, starting with the offensive side of the football, Cam Arwood, Carter Gibson, Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, and Max Shiver are the big boys up front. Harrison Short, Jake White, Lane Eddins, and Brady Sajelski. Those athletic receivers out wide. Quarterback Pelzer Reeves and then J.J. Myers will be in the shotgun. And then on the defensive side of the football, Jackson Lee is your nose guard this evening. Two defensive ends, Lane Eddins and Hayden Kelly. The Jack, Tyler Kennedy, Christian Horak, and Sam Jackson, as well as J.J. Myers, will lay out at that linebacker spot. Walker Fisher, Trip Vaughn, Hutchins Blomeyer, and Brady Sajelski. The DBs tonight, and that's tonight's starting lineups presented by the Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at thegooshcenter.com.auburn.edu. And again, we are about 10 minutes until kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Valiant Cross Warriors. Uh, again, we mentioned it last or earlier, uh, just an absolutely beautiful field, uh, the practice field uh-huh. here at Alabama State University. A little bit dark, uh, a couple of the lights and yeah. everything. And that, we wonder about that being a concern, uh, both throwing the ball as well as uh, those big-time punts that we've talked about. Yeah, and I think the, the overcast has something to do with that, too. So, I mean, there's no moonlight tonight, which normally doesn't provide a ton of light. But, right. I mean, there is no moonlight with it being pretty much complete overcast and so uh yeah we'll see we'll see what the game plan is and the mindset for both of these teams trying to punt the ball and as you mentioned throwing the football as well speaking about mindset let's get into our jeff trant funeral home keys to the game presented by the jeff coat trant funeral home and crematory serving opelika auburn and lee county since 1988 we're gonna go ahead and give them to you what jacob go ahead and give them into or dive into it a little bit more we've talked about it discipline mentality those are the big two that we mentioned they kind of go hand in hand we mentioned it earlier with, if you look on paper, the Warriors of Lee Scott have a much more talented and well-rounded group. But again, you can't allow yourself with those penalties and turnovers and miscues to keep the opposition in the game. Yeah, and uh, for Lee Scott, you, you've seen it a little bit more this season uh, when you compare it to what we saw last year with the state championship winning team. And, and I think and what you're seeing a little bit different is uh, a few more penalties, right? A few more turnovers, especially right. from quarterback Pels and Reeves. But uh, I think a lot of that comes down to um, not having as many seniors um, on on this football team. I mean, you had 18 of them last year, and you have just seven of them this year. And so, um, not that this team is less disciplined, but I think there's a little bit less leadership, and so a little bit less experience as well on the football field. So, But it hasn't been bad by any means, especially when you compare it to a lot of the other squads that right. Lee Scott comes up against. I mean, if Lee Scott can keep the penalties under five in a football game, which they typically seem to do, they're going to be just fine here tonight. And that's one of the things that we talked about very, very early on in the year. When we get to games like this, how much is that leadership going to come into into play when you're on the road you're having to deal with a little bit of adversity 
And I want to get the third key of the game. We talked about it a little bit in the car. Kind of a joke, but it's also not. Uh, icy hot. I feel like that's a perfect example of what this team is. When that icy hot first gets applied, you're dealing with a little bit of adversity. You got to stay cool. You got to stay calm and collected. But then afterwards, you got to be the one to apply the heat. You got to be on offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. And we've talked about that, how the defense has helped out that offense that we don't. I don't want to use the word struggling by any means, but when you can rely on a defense to give you great field position throughout four quarters of a game, it puts you in so much of a better spot. And we've mentioned it, this Lee Scott offense averaging 40 points per game, and the defense has only allowed 12 or more than 12 once this season. So two really good things that you're hoping to keep going tonight. And it seems like, for whatever reason it may be this season, Lee Scott in the opening quarter or so seems to get off to a little bit of a slower start, especially last week. I know you weren't with me. But uh, when Bessemer uh, came into town, and you could tell, and, and look, head coach Buster Daniel said it last week, they're going to pass the eye test when they get off the bus, and they passed the field test when they played Lee Scott for the first quarter and a half, maybe even the first half, um, and then eventually Lee Scott was able to pull away. And so you're going to have to get out of that, you know, if you want to keep dominating like you have been, get out of that rut a little bit, get off to a fast start. We say it all the time, but if Lee Scott can do that here tonight, I think they're in a good, a really, really good situation. We're going to take one more break. Actually, before, that was tonight's Keys to the Game presented by Jeff Coat, Trant Funeral Home, and Crematory. Call on them in your time of need. But with that being said, we are going to take one more quick break. Both teams running to their respective end zones just about to break those little barriers and run through the field uh, without Lee Scott Band's going to take off. We're going to take a break with them as the captains meet the field. We're going to get that coin toss on the other side of this break as well. You're listening to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. 
From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender, online at auburnbank.com. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. All of the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. We are live here on the campus of Alabama State in Montgomery, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Warriors set to take on the Valiant Cross Warriors in Game 8 of the 2023 season. Hello, everybody. My name is Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Alongside me is Christian Griffin, my color commentator in the booth, who carried us through the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. He did a wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, Christian, as the teams take the field, coin toss tonight brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olin Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. What was the result? Valiant Cross won the coin toss, and they will receive. Lee Scott will receive the second half kickoff, but for now, the opening kickoff will take up the right side of the 40, and we'll, Valiant Cross will work left to right down the football field. Lee Scott in their road whites with their navy helmets, red letters on the front and the back. Valiant Cross wearing their navy jerseys, white pants, and the gold helmets as we're just about set for kickoff between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross. Battle of the Warriors here tonight in Montgomery. A senior kicker, Matt Relator, punts it down right to left and through the back of the end zone for a touchback as the Warriors of Valiant Cross will begin on their own 20 
yard line, as most teams typically do when kicker Matt Relator sends it through the back of the end zone. Again, Lee Scott will be on defense to start the football game. Valley across, moving left to right. Lee Scott will be moving right to left. Beautiful night here in Montgomery, Alabama. Knock on wood, the rain so far has uh, evaded us here. And again, overcast skies. Lights are on here on the campus of Alabama State. Really, really nice facility. Super nice turf field here that Lee Scott's playing on to open up. They really are. Lee Scott opening up in all whites. Mm-hmm. The Navy helmet. Valiant Cross in their slate grays with the gold tops. A little bit difficult to see the numbers. We're going to do the best we can this evening. It's a handoff down the middle on the opening play of the football game. Yeah, the jerseys for Valiant Cross, it's a it's a it's almost like a charcoal gray jersey with a black number yeah. on it. And so and I think there is a little bit of a gold trim, but from, from the, the light perspective and our distance, it will be pretty difficult to see tonight. Yes, it will. So we will do the best we can. No score between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. With 11.30 to go, it's second down for Valiant Cross. Loss of, or a pickup of a couple on the first down play. Sweep here on the near side from the right. And Tyler Kennedy into the backfield and tackled for a big-time loss. Back behind the 20-yard line. Tyler Kennedy making his presence felt early. Yeah, really good job there from Tyler. Shedding the block from the wide receiver on the pitch out to the right. Again, make the first man miss. But again, the speed of those linebackers and that secondary from Lee Scott. You're not going to beat too many of them on on the way to the corner. We've seen a lot of teams this year try to get to the edge just because Lee Scott has size up the middle. And really the only team that's been able to do it was Glenwood. Yeah. So after all that, it is going to be third and long for Valiant Cross. Ball appears to be right about the 19-yard line, so a loss of four or five on the play. They've gone backwards on the opening drive. Quarterback Jeremiah Dixon, I believe, is in the backfield. He rolls out to his left. Nowhere to go. He's just going to scramble and step out near the 23-yard line on the far side in front of Lee Scott. And it'll be a three and out for the Valley Cross Warriors. Fourth down, and here comes the punt unit. Good start defensively for Lee Scott. Yeah, really good pursuit there, not attacking with too much, knowing the speed that Dixon has and his ability to scramble outside the tackle box. Really good job there just to push him to the boundary and get that Lee Scott offense on the field. Appears maybe Jordan Archie, number three, not number two, so my apologies. The junior, okay, Jordan Archie, again, numbers a little bit difficult to see, so we're going to we'll get those down eventually, but was Jordan Archie on the scramble? Picked up a couple of yards, ball placed around the 22-yard line. Valiant will punt left to right. Jake White parked on the opposite 40. Low snap, hit the blockers. Was that intentional? I don't think it was. It hit one of the blockers in front of the punter, and I don't know if they were trying to fake it and run or if it was just a bad snap and hit him. But either way, Lee Scott takes over inside the 20 for their first offensive possession of the football game. I don't know if it quite got to the 20-yard line, but Lee Scott is already deep into enemy territory. A really awkward play to open up the game, and they are. They're inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone already on the first snap of the game, Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. That's I think that's the best way I can explain that. Pelzer, handoff up the middle. It's the running back. Cuts up the middle. J.J. Myers drags a couple of defenders, and he's in for the score. One play, one score. Touchdown, Warriors. Again, 
It's a tale as old as time this year. That defense and the special teams unit has helped out that offense in so many ways. Again, talk about it. A snap that looked like it would be a fake snap, as you think about it. Uh, snap into that first line of blockers for the punter. But Lee Scott covered on it in one play. And one score for the for the Warriors. Warriors of Lee Scott. That's right. Yeah, I got a battle of two Warriors tonight, so I got to specify for sure. With 10-11 to play in this opening quarter, Lee Scott's on the board already. Six nothing. Senior kicker Matt Relator out to make it seven, and he does. Seven nothing. Lee Scott just like that. One play and a touchdown. That's efficiency, if you ask me. Seven nothing. Lee Scott here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Less than two minutes into the football game, Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross, seven to nothing here on the campus of Alabama State. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Right after this kickoff, we'll get you a station identification. A low squib kick, touched at the 10-yard line as Valiant's going to have to pick it up at the goal line. They flip it back to a blocker. He's hit at the 10, able to shake off a tackle, and still on his feet. Fumble, balls on the ground around the 20-yard line. And appears that Valiant was able to get back on top of it. Let's stop and pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika. And the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott and Valiant Cross. It's 7-0 Lee Scott over Valiant with 10.02 to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Once again, he is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Valiant now on their second offensive possession of the game after going three and out. A punt that hit their blockers. And Lee Scott was able to recover inside the red zone. This handoff up the middle on the first play is stood up right at the 20-yard line. A common result that we see a lot of times when teams try to run up the middle on this Lee Scott team, just nowhere to go. But as Christian has mentioned multiple times, the linebackers for Lee Scott are just too talented to get out on the edge. Yeah, there are the big bodies up front taking up space, and the linebackers are right up there to fill any holes that there are. So there's really no correct answer. As a pass deep down the sideline, was that caught at the 50? Oh, my goodness, it was. Heck of an effort by Jordan Archie. The quarterback for Valiant Cross threw up a 50-50 ball on the far sideline right around the 49-yard line. And came down. I couldn't again. I couldn't tell who came down with it, but a heck of a play. This is the Valley Cross team that in the past hasn't thrown it a whole lot, but they did right there, and they pick up their first first down of the game, and they're threatening to cross midfield. They did again, as we mentioned. They do have a couple guys that they're going to trust on those 50-50 balls, and right there, they're one for one. Archie 
A screen pass here on the near side, hit right at the 50-yard line. Hit by Trip Vaughn, number 10 for Lee Scott. A good play out in space. There it is right there. Yeah, Vaughn able to get out there right on the near side and blow up that screen play before it even gets going. Eight twenty-eight to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Lee Scott leads 7-0 over Valiant Cross. But the home warriors of Valiant currently on a little drive. They've got the ball at midfield. Second down, handoff up the middle, cuts inside, looking for a hole, can't find one, stood up as he crossed midfield about the 48-yard line. So it'll be third and manageable for Valiant Cross. Just under eight minutes to play in the opening quarter. First down marker is right before the 40-yard line. Ball is placed on the 49. So it's it's about eight and a half or nine yards for Valley across. One receiver out to the left, three stacked on the right, running back in the backfield as well. For quarterback Jordan Archie, he looks to throw. Runs immediately and hit in the backfield. Stiff arms one. It's a race to the pylon. He gets there. Not the pylon, the first down marker, excuse me, out across the 40 and shoved out of bounds by Trip Vaughn and by Hutchins Blomeyer at the 35-yard line. A scramble drill for Jordan Archie, and he picks up the first down and moves the sticks once again. Yeah, really athletic play there from Archie. Looked like a quarterback draw all the way, trying to space out the receivers, get your running back as that last lead blocker as soon as you try and break the line of scrimmage. And he beat the beat the defensive end to the corner and was able to use his speed to pick up the sticks. First down, Valiant cross at the 35-yard line into Lee Scott territory early with seven minutes to play. In the opening quarter, Lee Scott on top, 7-0. Archie takes the snap. They've handed off, pitch it back to the left side. Lee Scott not fooled and taken down at the 35-yard line. No gain, no loss, but no gain on the play. Yeah, tried to get a little tricky, run a little handoff to the right. Jet sweep it back uh, on the reverse to the receiver. A little bit of miscommunication there. The timing was kind of messed up on the offensive side of the ball, but nonetheless, that Lee Scott Warrior defense stayed home and didn't get fooled on that trickery. Brings up a second at about ten and a half for Valiant Cross. Second down, ten yards to go. Ball placed right on the 35-yard line of Lee Scott. Defense looking for a play here. Quarterback looks to throw, drops back, hit in the backfield, able to get out of it. Reverses field coming on the near side and tripped up in the backfield by Brady Sajewski. A loss of two on the second down scramble. He was hit initially. Could, he was able to get out of it. Lee Scott missed the tackle, but nice play by Sajewski in the backfield to make up for it. It was. Again, we talked about it a couple weeks ago at Otaga. The defense learning to not over-pursue, especially on just raw athleticism. A perfect job there from Sajelski staying home uh, while Archie was trying to hit that scramble drill. Got right back to the line of scrimmage. Brings up a third and ten for Valiant Cross. It looks like we're going to have a timeout from Valiant Cross, so we will take one with them. We will do that. just that. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Five forty-six to play in the opening quarter, and Lee Scott leads Valiant Cross seven to nothing here on the road. But the Lee Scott defense having to come up and make a play, and uh, having to make a couple of plays here. Now it's third down and long, third and about, uh, third and about. 10 or 12 uh, for Valiant Cross as a loss on the play. Good play by Brady Sajelski before we went to break. But they're inside Lee Scott territory. Ball is on the 35-yard line. Last time, about a third and eight. Archie had a quarterback draw. We'll see if he does that or if he tries to trust one of his receivers. High snap. Archie able to get it. Scrambling in the backfield. Rolls out to the near side on this Lee Scott side and shoved out of bounds around the 35-yard line. And... Gets hit way back out of bounds. I think he just tripped and fell and was down on the track that surrounds the field here at Alabama State for just a few minutes, able to get up and jog off to the applause of the fans. Great turnout here in Montgomery, just about an hour or so down the road from Auburn, where Lee Scott is located. He was able to jog off the field, though. Good to see. It will be fourth down, I believe. Yeah, plays like that are so scary because you're just trying to get out of bounds and avoid getting hit, but you're running at full speed, and that whole line of the opposing team or your team is right there on that sideline. He kind of tri got tripped up and then rolled his way onto the track. Good to see him getting up under his own power. So it appears Valiant Cross is going to be in punt formation with 5.39 to go. They're in punt formation. Last time they did this, it was a bad snap into a blocker. It's a high snap, a sky-high kick. Only going to go about 10 yards, but it's going to get a nice roll inside the 10 and down at the 7-yard line. When you're punting from the 35, you can't do it a whole lot better than that, I'll be honest. No, you really can't. It's almost like one of those times where you see college quarterbacks come out there and a little quarterback pooch punt, a little perfect execution there. That was a really good, really good job there. Landed right about the 15 and rolled all the way down to the 7-yard line. Pinning the Lee Scott Warrior deep, or offense, deep forcing them to go the distance of the field. We'll leave it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Lee Scott taking over right around their own seven-yard line, moving right to left. On your radio dial, quarterback Pelzer Reeves in the shotgun. As J.J. Myers on his right hip moves him off to the left. One receiver to the left and two to the right. It is a handoff to J.J. Out on the right side, breaks a couple of tackles. And brought down near the 20-yard line, moves the chains for the Lee Scott Warriors. Again, that's a, that's a perfect job there from J.J. Myers. That's it's about the epitome of J.J. in a carry. Not going to try and make too many men miss. If you're in his way, he's lowering his shoulder pads. He's trying to run you over and get to the sticks. J.J. Myers subs out. Tyler Kennedy subs in. You'll see that rotation a lot tonight for Lee Scott. Yeah, in games like this, you're already expecting the Warriors of Lee Scott to, to be heavy ground runners uh, in games like this. But with the lighting and everything, you're expected to play even more of a factor tonight. But as I said, we're dropping back. 
Pelzer looks to throw, had his man wide open at the 50-yard line. It was Harrison Short, went right through his fingertips, had both defenders beat, dropped it in the breadbasket, maybe just a little outside the reach of Harrison Short, and it falls incomplete. So right as you were saying, they may not throw the football. Pelzer Reeves drops back and throws a dart, just couldn't come up with it for Harrison Short. Yeah, really good execution. You can tell that Valiant Cross has had the same mentality that I did as Harrison Short was able to split both safeties right down the middle of the field. Had a chance to catch it right at midfield at that Alabama State logo. But as you mentioned, kind of just in that awkward spot where you don't know whether to dive for it or just to try and catch it in stride and just falls incomplete. Second and 10 around the 19-yard line. Handoff here on the near side. Breaks out across the 35 and finally dragged down at the 40-yard line. Least got in business again. It was Bank Sims that time on the carry. The young fella getting in offensively early. And again, you can tell them the Lee Scott Warrior offensive line is just going to dominate the line of scrimmage, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You're going to be able to pick up chunk plays like that throughout the night, and I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing a couple Jake White uh, little split screens as well, trying to get uh, Jake White out in space. Parker Wright is the running back. He gets the carry straight down the middle and is still churning his legs at midfield. Driven back a couple of yards, but forward progress will give him midfield and just about a yard short of the first down. So only one throwing play so far. Everything else, as you mentioned, it is ground and pound for Lee Scott here with 3.59 to go in the opening quarter in a 7-0 lead. Beautiful night here in Montgomery, Alabama. A little bit of humidity out here yeah. tonight. As it's been a lot cooler over the last week or so. Reeves in the shotgun, turns, hands, puts it into the chest of his running back. Myers out across the 40, lowers his shoulder, runs over a man, gets a block in the back, didn't get called, but a heck of a last-second effort by the defense to get him down at the three-yard line. I believe it was number nine, DeAndre Williams, the corner, who was able to chase down J.J. Myers inside the five. It'll be first and goal for the Warriors. Is everybody walking back? Is it a timeout or a flag? They did call a block in the back. Um, oh, it's on the very far side of the field, right? At midfield, they're calling the block in the back, so I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's if not anything, the one I there saw. Was, yeah, one, one right at about the 20-yard line. At least got away with one on the 20-yard line here, but I didn't see anything on the far side, but it, that was so far out of the play, I don't know why anybody was even looking that way. Not saying it didn't happen, but well, that field judge didn't move the entire play. So for all we know, he was calling the one from down here. I'm, I'm not speculating that there wasn't one, but that was on the exact opposite side of where the ball was carried. Well, <laughs> a good carry by J.J. Myers. Erased. And the ball is now back on the 44-yard line of Valiant Cross. Hand off on this near side. Across midfield, it's Tyler Kennedy. Who gets out across the 45-yard line of Valiant Cross and back into enemy territory. Nice to see both Warrior squads as well as the cheerleaders. Wearing a bunch of pink tonight, celebrating Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Cheerleaders in their pom-poms. The players wearing a couple pink sleeves as well as their socks on the field tonight. And Jake White's got a pink towel in the back of his pants as he takes off to the 40-yard line on the jet sweep. First time we've seen him touch the football tonight. And a pickup of about six on the first down carry for Jake White. 3.09 to play in the opening quarter. Counting down 7-0. Lee Scott driving into Valley across territory. 
Felzer, handoff, up the gut. Tyler Kennedy brought down at the 36-yard line. And I believe it was J.J. Myers. My apologies. It was J.J. The Warriors going to go a little bit of an up-tempo here on third and inches to try to pick up that first down. 2.40 to play. Reeves in the shotgun. J.J. gets it off the left side, picks up a couple of blocks, lowers his shoulder once again, and is chop blocked down across the 30-yard line. They're going to mark him down around the 28-yard line, and the chains will move once again for Lee Scott. And again, this is the Lee Scott football that we're accustomed to seeing. Long drives, chunk plays on the ground, and you're eating up that clock again. As you mentioned, only 2.20 to play on the game clock. Had one play, one touchdown, uh, their very first drive of the game. But this drive started at the 7-yard line. And as we mentioned, just chunk play after chunk play, eating their way down the field. Warriors 8 yards outside of the red zone. Into Valley across territory. Jake White in motion from left to right. They fake it to him. Kennedy gets the carry off the left side down inside the red zone. And taken down across the 15-yard line. That'll put Lee Scott into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. A really, really nice drive so far for Lee Scott Academy, as you mentioned. It was one play and one touchdown when Lee Scott took over inside the 20 off a bad punt from Valiant Cross. And the Warriors looking to take advantage here from inside the 15-yard line. Sims off the right side, cuts back outside, cuts back up towards the goal line and taken down around the two. As Warriors will sub out a couple of players. Ball's inside right around the four-yard line. Appears to be first and goal from the four. Reeves in the shotgun. Has Parker right to his left. Right gets it and hit in the backfield. Good play by Valiant. Cross defensively. It'll be a loss of two on the first down play. Yeah, really good job there from Valiant Crossing. Like their defensive line was saying, you went to the well one too many times and exploded that defensive line at scrimmage. Yeah, one of the few times you're going to see many people get pressure up into that Lee Scott offensive line. Loss of a couple reads in the shotgun. Hand off to Kennedy once again. Play's blown dead. He would have scored, but the play was blown dead. And a false start called on Lee Scott. I didn't see it. But a false start called. And so the Warriors will walk back five yards and they'll do it again. It looked like they called something a lot more than that. I mean, we're... Well, they walked okay, back about 10 or 15 and yards and now they're walking it back towards the goal line. Okay. As I was gonna say, it should be about the... 11 or 12 yard line. Yeah. And that's what it, yeah, it looked like it's parked right at that 12 yard line. And again, this is those penalties that you want to avoid throughout the game in general, but especially in that red zone. Looking to see if the Warriors can still take advantage. Screenplay on the left side to Jake White. Shakes a guy out of his shoes. Race to the corner of the end zone. And Jake White's going to win that one every time. Touchdown, Warriors. Jake White on the screen pass. It's almost unstoppable with his speed and athleticism. Broken arm tackle, raced for the pylon, and walked in untouched. And the Warriors 
have their lead. It's 13-0 Lee Scott with, with 20 seconds to play in the opening quarter. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier this drive that we're going to expect to see some Jake White screens, especially uh, on a night like this, just right at that line of scrimmage, trying to get Jake White out in space. Had a blocker, had a one-on-one, -on -one, and as you mentioned, Jake White's not going to make that. Or he's not going to. He's going to break that tackle more times than not. Does that there just then, and races to the pylon, as the extra point was no good. It was no good, in fact, which doesn't happen very often for Matt Relator, but it is 13-0 Lee Scott over Valiant. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach, 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Thanks to the Jake White touchdown, Lee Scott takes a 13-0 lead over Valiant Cross here on the road with 20 seconds to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Warrior Football. Matt Relator kicks it away right to left through the back of the end zone for a touchback, and Valiant Cross will take over at the 20-yard line. And if you're watching... Uh, the screen, you can see the gold post. We're wondering, we haven't seen it directly on yet, but it does look a little bit tilted or, yeah, I don't, or inward. So I don't and know I can't if that, tell if it's the left goal post that's, that's sticking to the sticking out front or if it's the right goal post that's sticking backwards. I don't right. really know what's going on there, but it can be easy to try to kick through that. And we saw Matt Relator miss the PAT, which does make it 13 to nothing instead of 14. So Valley Across starts on their own 20-yard line, moving left to right on your radio dial. Quarterback Archie in the backfield, hands it off up the middle. Nice run on first down out near the 30-yard line. Going to be down around the 29, and that will more than likely be the final play of the first quarter with just five seconds to play. Marked him just short of that 29 at the 28-yard line. Valiant Cross lines up, clock hits zero, and that's the end of the Auburn Bank first quarter. Lee Scott leads Valiant 13 to nothing here at Alabama State in Montgomery. Don't go anywhere. The second quarter's coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. 
Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Warriors on top of the Warriors. Doesn't give you a whole lot of information, does it? Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross, 13 to nothing as we begin the second quarter here on the campus of Alabama State. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Voice is still hanging in there. It is. We're still here. We're still here. Yeah, we're. And we promised. We'll we'll promise that we will not make a. We predict the Warriors to win uh, in a game like this. I feel like that's one of my least favorite things when like Auburn plays LSU or something, and it's a Tigers Tigers prediction. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, as that was happening. A big sweep play out to the right. Gives Valley across another big play all the way down to the 50-yard line. Pickup of 30 on the first down sweep. And carry. that's the second big play we've seen this Lee Scott defense give up. It's first down Valiant Cross at midfield again. And again, plays like that, you can see the speed and the raw talent that, that Valiant Cross has. Just taking that jet sweep, or taking that the pitch, I'm sorry. Breaking through that line of scrimmage. Getting into the secondary and forcing one of the safeties to make a, a touchdown-saving tackle. Archie in the backfield. Hands off to a running back. Hit immediately. Pickup of one, maybe two, driven back. But Lee Scott able to get there almost immediately. Combination of a couple of Warriors. Sam Jackson in on the stop. As well as Hayden Kelly for Lee Scott. 11.05 to play. Second quarter. Lee Scott leads 13 to nothing. It's second down. And nine for Valiant Cross, just into Lee Scott territory on the 49-yard line, moving right to left. Quarterback in the shotgun, looks to throw, slings and a high ball down the right sideline, 50-50 ball. <laughs> and <laughs> He caught it. Are they, are they saying he, he definitely didn't? I don't think he did. But the, the line judge, once again, did not move from the initial line of scrimmage, but threw a flag for pass interference. What has so, happened? So now that's what they're talking about here, but the offense is moving all the way down the field. There, there's The ball was not caught. No, the play took place right around the 20-yard line. He did not catch the football, I don't think. Now a discussion between all the officials. We have five of them here tonight. Pass interference on the defense is what the white hat called. Just now, standing at midfield. So the ball should be placed right at that 35-yard line. Again, I, I I disagree with the the call in general. It looked like a 50-50 ball, and even as a defensive back, contact a little bit of contact can be made if you're still making a play on the ball, right? And you're not trying to restrict. They're declining the penalty and taking the completion, but it was it, oh my goodness. it was not it was not a catch. Okay, well, after uh, <laughs> apologies for the confusion because we're just as confused. That's going to put the ball right around the 19-yard line, which puts Valley across inside the red zone with 10:35 to play in the second quarter, and they're down 13 <laughs> to nothing. 
Handoff up the right, cuts back up the middle. Lee Scott stays home and makes the play right at the line of scrimmage. Second down for Valiant Cross. So officially it's been three chunk plays so far for Valiant Cross yeah. of 25 or more yards. And they've put themselves in positions to score. The first time Lee Scott did come up and force a punt right about at about the 35-yard line. Going to take a little bit more here as Valiant Cross is right on the verge of getting into Lee Scott red zone. Flirting with the red zone, as you mentioned. Maybe a loss of a half a yard on the play. Archie in the backfield. Screen to the right. Tackle, initial tackle not made, but Warriors gang tackling at the 20-yard line and able to shove him out of bounds at the 20-yard line. A couple of open field tackles that Lee Scott has missed here early, but when you have your backup and another one and another one, it's not as necessary to make the first tackle if you have more guys. Though. Again, we've talked about that, the gang tackling, having multiple helmets on the ball carrier when that tackle is made. <laughs> the head coach calls a timeout because he was not happy. Uh, quarterback Archie... Missed the uh, missed the post right down the middle for a touchdown, for a touchdown, but instead checked it down and coached through his clipboard in disgust. Well, they call a timeout. We'll take a quick one with them. Be back in 30 seconds here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. It is third down for Valiant Cross. A couple of plays going backwards for the road, or the home Warriors, excuse me, with 9.39 to play. It's 13-0, your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Valiant Cross. Third down from just outside the 20, right around the 21-yard line. Archie looking to throw. Slings one down the right sideline, into the corner. And it was intercepted in the end zone by Lee Scott. It was Jake White who went up and snagged it, a 50-50 ball on the front pylon. And Jake White, like he was going up to catch a touchdown pass. Instead, it's an interception, and the Warriors will take over on the 20-yard line. Heck of a play by Jake White. It was. I was about to say, it's, we're used to seeing that on the offensive side of the ball. Jake White winning those 50-50 balls and finding his way into the end zone. But not only does he score touchdowns, he prevents them as well. A great 50-50 ball. A little bit of a fade right at that front pylon. But Jake White wins the battle, and the Warriors take over at the 20-yard line. We talked about it last time. Lee Scott forcing a punt right about the 35-yard line. It was going to take a little bit more. Warriors get a turnover, and once again, help that offense. Offense back out on the field with a 13-0 lead, 9.32 to play in the second quarter. Myers off the right side, makes a man miss, picked up a block downfield, still going across the 40, out across the 50, and taken down into Valiant Cross territory. Heck of a run by J.J. Myers. Give him 30, at least about 32 with a late flag on the play as well. Got a face mask on J.J. right at the tackle. 
It's not only a 31-yard game, but we're going to tack on 15 right off the edge of it. And one play later, Lee Scott is threatening once again. Hasn't taken long for Lee Scott to move the football. Their first score of the night was one play after a bad punt from Valiant Cross, which then was a 19-yard J.J. Myers touchdown run. Then Lee Scott, they went on a little drive for a little bit and able to punch it in once again. And here we are, one play later into this drive. And the Warriors, thanks to the penalty, and all the way down to the 34-yard line of Valiant Cross moving left to right with 9-10 to play. It's first down, Lee Scott with a 13-0 lead. Reeves in the shotgun. Kennedy up the middle. Throws a blocker into a defender. Off to the left side, looking for another one downfield. And a big tackle goes airborne right around the 15-yard line and into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And again, in chunk plays like this, we're calling the running back's name. But once again, those big boys up front creating those holes, allowing the running back to seemingly pick a hole and go with it. There's not really a wrong option. So credit to those boys on this drive and all the one, and the one previous one as well. Reeves in the shotgun, as he always is, turns, hands up the middle, bank Sims, runs over his own man, and is inside the 10-yard line, taken down by a couple of Valiant Cross defenders wearing pink, as Christian mentioned earlier, for breast cancer awareness. I can't get over how you cannot see the numbers on the back no. of their jerseys. I mean, I've got binoculars, too, and you still can't see. Between the sort of the, the darkness and, and lack of light out here a little bit on the field and the jersey combination just not the best. As it's Myers up the middle once again, tried to be taken down inside the five and all the way down inside the five. Got about as close to the goal line as you could get. Trying to see where they officially mark the football. Some more conversation and yeah, confusion. Looks it like seems it's right like. at the one and a half right now, but we're trying to figure out to it. While we have a minute, going back to the offensive line, we've talked about the speed. Uh, they're calling a hold actually on the offensive line, but it's being declined. And they're saying that Did he there was a fumble. I thought they reacted that way, but I thought nobody called I thought called it was just it. because they didn't let him get into the end zone because I again I also right I well, well Valiant heard. reacted like they like got almost uh, like caused a fumble <laughs> yeah. but nobody else react Lee Scott didn't react like he fumbled the football and all of a sudden they call a fumble on JJ Myers inside the two yard line and it's Valiant cross football and again, and again we okay. we apologize for well, for not really knowing what's going on which we're learning with you yeah I mean it's it's seems like. This happens quite a bit in our game. Sometimes we just kind of we just kind of roll with the punches. We do, and with the sort of lack of communication, sometimes on field, up to us, obviously. Right I mean, now we're just, we're eating a couple of the punches. We're not rolling off of. Them. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. We are definitely eating them right now. As Valiant inside the two, they handed off in the end zone just to run up the middle, trying to give themselves a little bit of space. At least got able to prevent them from getting near the five yard line. So. 
a really, really rare turnover by, A, the Leafs got offense, but, B, by J.J. Myers fumbling the football. But the defense for the Warriors has a chance to make a play as Valiant Cross tucked inside their own five, really playing out of their own end zone right now on second down. First down marker is right around the 12-yard line with 7.30 to play in this second quarter. Lee Scott with a 13-0 lead. They'd love to tack onto that here with a defensive play. Archie in the shotgun, looks to throw, screen right on the goal line, tackled, barely gets out of the end zone and is across the 5, across the 10, and out near the first down marker on the far side. It is a first down, Valiant Cross. That was a heck of a second, third effort. If the initial tackle's made, Christian, almost a safety for Valiant Cross. Instead, it's a first down for the home Warriors. It was, yeah. The screen did go backwards a couple yards, caught it right at the goal line. And as you mentioned, that second, third, if not fourth effort, not only to get out of the end zone, but to drag a couple defenders with him and pick up the first down. Gives that Valiant cross offense a little bit more room to work with as we hit the 640 mark in that second quarter. 13-0 Lee Scott. It's been a weird first half. Very weird. It's just yeah. been a very... It's a weird vibe as well. Like yeah, I don't the... know. I don't know if it's the, the overcast we got going on here, or maybe it's Halloween coming up in a few weeks. I'm not sure what's going on here in Montgomery. But Lee Scott does lead Valiant across 13-0. It's first down Valiant. Quarterback throws down the left side. It's a free ball up the middle, and it's intercepted at the 40-yard line. It's Trip Vaughn at the 40. Went up and high-pointed it once again. He said, Jake White, I'll one-up you, and I'll intercept it at the 40-yard line. And the good Warriors take over at the 40-yard line. Again, we talked about it in the open, and then again throughout the game so far. Valiant Cross is going to take shots to their go-getters. They're going to take those 50-50 balls. They've won a couple of them. But so has Lee Scott. Jake White with a pick. And now with Trip Vaughn seemingly just boxing out the defender as the ball is coming straight down. And as we mentioned, the Warriors picking up that second turnover, get the ball right at the 39-yard line, looking to do more damage before the halftime break. It's a direct snap to Jake White in the backfield. Off the right side, picks up one block. How about another block? He's still on his feet across the 15 and forced out of bounds at the 12-yard line. And that moves the Warriors inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. It's a scary combination for for Lee Scott, when you got your offensive line working as well as a unit as they have been uh, throughout the majority of the season, but then the athleticism that Lee Scott has and the ability to make guys miss in space, and even if you do get an arm on them, bouncing off the would-be tacklers and driving defenders down the field, just like we saw there with Jake White. Under six to play. It's another direct snap to Jake White. He gets off to the left edge. Big block downfield, but Valiant able to get out to the edge and rip him down back behind the 10-yard line. We'll see where they mark forward progress. We've seen that a couple of times. Not, we haven't seen that often this year, a direct snap to Jake White in the in the shotgun, but there's two back-to-back plays there. And again, you're looking at it to where it possibly, in, in a normal game at Judd Scott Field or somewhere else, that could very easily be one of those screens or the wide receiver shovel passes but eliminating, or even a throw, maybe. A right, yeah, throw. but eliminating any sort of possible mistake with the lighting. Just saying, hey, Jake White, go ahead and take the direct snap. 
and get into space. Reeves back in the ball game, hands it off to Bank Sims, who runs over one man, still on his feet. Pyle getting pushed inside the five-yard line and eventually taken down. They push him back near the near the seven, but forward progress should put him inside the five-yard line. As J.J. Myers will sub back in, Bank Sims a couple of nice runs here early for Lee Scott, the junior. Bring up about a third and one for the Warriors. They can pick up a first down, obviously, inside the four-yard line. Really good job there from Sims as well as the offensive line to push the, t- push the line a little bit, make it closer to the first down marker. J.J. off the right side and is in. Walks into the end zone across the word Hornets in the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. Lee Scott takes a... 19-0 lead, looking to make it 20 with the kicker, Matt Relator. It took him a little bit, but another long drive for Lee Scott from around the 39-yard line, and they punch it in for another score. We don't have an official count, but I would love to know the points off of turnovers that the Lee Scott offense has coming from the, the, the interceptions and the fumbles from the uh, from the opposing teams. I yeah, feel, I feel like, like we've like lost just track. about every single time. That's such a such a key and it's almost I mean it's a gut punch to the opposing team. As Matt Relator puts it through the uprights and it is good. Twenty to nothing. Lee Scott over Valiant. I want to keep talking about that when we come back because it's such a huge point for this Lee Scott team. Lee Scott on top of Valiant. Twenty to nothing with four twenty-three to play in the second quarter. Don't go anywhere. The conclusion of the first half when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. With 4.23 to play in the first half, Lee Scott takes a 20 to nothing lead over Valiant Cross here on the campus of Alabama State in Montgomery, Alabama. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as senior Matt Relator puts it through the back of the end zone once again. And Valiant Cross will take over on the 20-yard line. And, Christian, you were talking before we went to break um, just about how Lee Scott takes advantage of opponents' mistakes, whether it be bad penalties, especially turnovers, which is what we've seen a couple of times here tonight with a bad punt, and then the interception, uh, and an, an interception by Jake White, and the interception by Trip Vaughn all have led to scores. Yeah, they, they have. And, again, it's as I mentioned earlier, it's such a gut punch for the opposing team, not only to turn the ball over or to have some crucial mistake, but then to have the team take such advantage of it Really deflating as an offense, especially one like this that's trying to get going before the end of the half. And that's not going to be the way to do it. As actually they picked up more than I thought they did. Apologies. They picked up from the 20. They get out to around the 25-yard line. We were talking about the uh, the weirdness of the vibes out here. 
How about it being Friday the 13th? Didn't think about that. Oh, man. Maybe that's what it is. It, 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 that is, yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Halloween coming up? We got Friday the 13th going on out here right now. Throw down the right sideline. Another 50-50 ball. Good deflection from behind the receiver as the corner was given up about six inches at least. There were a couple of defenders there. Couldn't tell if it was Miles Zachary or Brady Sajelski. Both were there, but a heck of a play. And again, both of them giving up at least six inches to the receiver down the sideline. And we've seen Jordan Archie, the quarterback, when he steps back to throw, he's not going to throw a bullet. He's going to throw a rainbow pass and hope his guy beats you. Well, that's what it is. It's almost a box-out match trying to get a rebound. Archie looking to throw again. Nowhere to go. Evades one defender and taken down in the backfield. And a fumble. At least got to get on top of it. Let's see what the officials say. They're going to say that he was down. That's that's not right. Lee Scott came up with the football, <laughs> and they're going to mark him down at the 25-yard line. It's still going well, to end up being fourth down, anyway, fourth but, down, but if you're Valiant Cross, it's, you wonder if you're going for it here. But, again, I mean, it, it should be should be a fumble recovery from, from Lee Scott. But the Warriors, the good Warriors, we should say, should get the football back as Valiant will be punting it from around their own 25-yard line. First down marker at the 30. Jake White sets up shop at the opposite 40. We've seen one decent punt, or see one good punt and one bad punt, and this is a bad one. It is a shank that hits around the 33-yard line and rolls out of bounds. Around the 35-40 yard line, they're going to mark it at the 42. I couldn't see it rolled in front of the Lee Scott bench, so I kind of lost track of it. It's still got about a 10 to 12 yard positive bounce for Valiant Cross. They very easily could have gone backwards, and the Lee initial kick taken. went about five yards right. in the air, and it hit and rolled for a while. So Lee Scott does take over inside of enemy territory once again. Ball placed on the 43-yard line, moving left to right. Pelzer looking to throw. Got his man down the sideline off of one leg. He tries to go over the top. It was Brady Sajowski. Falls incomplete for second down. Yeah, Pelzer had... I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all, but Pelzer had Sajowski... If he was able to lead him a little bit more, I think he could have set his feet, taken one more step, set your feet and get a little bit more air under it as he had the cornerback beat, but instead a little bit underthrown. Sajelski had to work his way back to the football and unable to make the grab. 3.06 to play in the first half. Lee Scott with a 20 to nothing lead, and it's Kennedy on the second down carry off the left side, finds a hole, brought down from behind, out around the 35-yard line, pickup of seven, maybe eight, and it'll be third and manageable now for Lee Scott as they try to add on to their lead before the end of the first half. And a reminder that Lee Scott did kick the opening kick as Valiant Cross received. So Lee Scott could very easily try and take as much off of this clock as possible, settle for points, whether it's a field goal or it's a touchdown as they get the ball to start the second half again. Try to get a little double dip action. Kennedy off, and it appears to be Parker right in. It is right off the right side and is tripped up. Across the 30 near the 25. If he did a little hurdle right there, he had more green grass in front of him. But did all he had to do on the third and short. Picks up the first down, and the sticks will move for Lee Scott. First down with 2.07 to play. (laughs) 
Under two minutes to play. Clock continues to run. Lee Scott on the 26-yard line, threatening to get inside the red zone. Handoff, J.J. Myers up the middle, bounces outside, gets across the 20, and taken down at the 15-yard line right around the first down marker. They're going to say he is able to get there. First down, Lee Scott, and into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Again, right at the 14-and-a-half-yard line, a minute-and-a-half on the clock. Clock's going to roll. We'll see how much of that clock Lee Scott decides to use. The running back is Sims. He gets it up the middle, lowers his shoulder, trying to fight towards the end zone and taken down at the two-yard line. If he had somebody to, behind him to push him a little bit, he may have gotten there, but ran into a wall of Navy jerseys. But does the dirty work as Tyler Kennedy comes in for Lee Scott? We'll see if they hand it off to him. Alan Owen also in the ballgame for Lee Scott. Ball is placed on the one-and-a-half-yard line under a minute to play. Lee Scott looking to pad a 20-0 lead. Reeves takes the snap. Kennedy up the middle. Hit in the backfield, and it'll be a loss on the play. Ball's out. Lee Scott jumps on top of it. Who gets the football? It's Valiant. Valiant comes up with the football. Another fumble inside the five. That's two now for Lee Scott here in this first half. I thought he was definitely down. It looked like the, the head judge was waving a flag. I thought he was clearly down. Before progress was stopped, got tackled, and then the rip came out. But they're going to give Valiant Cross the football. That's what it looked like to me, too. A little bit of an awkward tackle as the rusher on the edge was free. Well, we didn't agree with the first one. We don't agree with this one. But either way... In the stat sheet, as I mentioned, it's going to go down as two fumbles inside the five for Lee Scott. One on J.J. Myers, the other one on Tyler Kennedy. And Valley Cross takes over with 45 seconds to play in the first half. And again, regardless, if we're agreeing with the call, got to hold on to the football. Correct. If, You're absolutely if right. If a play like that wouldn't even be a possibility if, if ball security was, was without question. Play made on the run up the middle by Hayden Kelly. A little bit of mist in the air. It's kind of been on and off, spitting rain, and, and with that humidity as well, it makes for a slippery football. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. No, no matter what, you got to hold on to the football, whether you're down or not. Got to hold on to it. Don't cough it up. We talked about Lee Scott taking advantage of turnovers. Valiant hasn't been able to do so so far, but that's two turnovers for the Warriors in this first half. Timeout on the field. We'll take a quick one with them. Be back and wrap up the first half. 20 to nothing, Lee Scott, here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. 34 seconds here in the first half between Lee Scott 
and Valiant Cross. Another turnover inside the five-yard line for the Lee Scott offense. Has Valiant Cross with the football inside the five. Second down with 34 seconds to play. We'll see if they try to do anything with it or just trying to get out of their own end zone and get to the locker room. It's a screen in the end zone. Gets across the goal line, out near the five. That was the exact same play they ran the last time they were down there. And he gets out across the ten. And steps out of bounds with 27 seconds to play. I don't think he picked up the first down, but it gives him enough room to work a little bit. Nice effort from Valley Cross. It was, and on that first down play, Warriors did use a timeout. And with the ball running out of bounds here, Lee Scott was able to save one. So a third down... I think we're, we're getting messages from. Ball's inside the 10. Okay, so it is, it is third down and about seven. So we'll see if the Warriors get a stop here, if they can do something before the half. Looking to throw, has to run up the middle, hit in the backfield, taken down at the five-yard line. Multiple white jerseys there for the Warriors, and Lee Scott gets a big-time sack on the quarterback. First man there was Hayden Kelly, big number 55. With 20 seconds to play, Lee Scott has a chance to get the football back. They call a timeout. We'll do so as well back in 30 seconds on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. Twenty seconds to play here in the first half between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross. And Lee Scott looking to get the football back. Lee Scott's gonna send the house here. Jake White parked on around the 35-yard line, punting out of their own end zone. They get it off, a decent-looking punt. White able to get it at the 35, off to the right side, cuts back up the middle, going for the pylon. It's going to be a race. Dives. Did he get there? Yes, he did. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Jake White on the punt return. Touchdown. The Warriors are in the end zone once again, right as the half will come to an end. Lee Scott able to take the punt return all the way back. We do have an injured Warrior. No, excuse me, an injured Valiant cross player. At the 20-yard line, clock reads zero. It's 26-0 Lee Scott. And the Valiant Cross Warrior able to get up. Looks like he's hobbling, and it's going to get some help. From a teammate, we hope he's okay. Appears to be number 12, Robert Brown, the senior linebacker for Valiant Cross. This PAT will end the first half. A big putt return for Lee Scott. Makes it 26 to nothing. This will make it 27 if senior Matt Relator can put it through. A little bit of mist coming down here in Montgomery. We hope it stays away. 
High snap, holds down, kick is up, and it is good. 27-0, Lee Scott over Valiant Cross as we head to the locker room. 27-0, Lee Scott over Valiant Cross. Stay tuned, the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsobrook with Alsobrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsobrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsobrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. At the half, Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross 27-0 here on a... Just a nasty night in Montgomery, Alabama. Overcast, got some rain coming down. Not hard by any means, and we're hoping it really stays away. But Lee Scott on top, 27-0. Hasn't been the prettiest half of football on either side. Multiple turnovers, a couple of long drives from Lee Scott offensively. Uh, J.J. Myers, touchdown. You had an interception from Jake White, an interception from Trip Vaughn. You had a Tyler Kennedy touchdown. And then right there at the end of the half, a punt return touchdown for Lee Scott as well. And that's what makes it 27 to nothing. Lee Scott over Valiant Cross. Yeah, if you're looking at the scoreboard, you would think that Lee Scott would be pretty happy with where they're at. And I think for the grand scheme of things, you are. But at the same time, you left 14 points on the board inside the five-yard line. And whether or not you agree with the, the fumble calls, it, it shouldn't be something that is of concern at all. If we're able to hold on to the football, the fumble doesn't happen to begin with. And you're able right. to add, add more points to the board. But nonetheless... You've done what you've needed to do. You've gotten the turnovers, and the defense has helped the offense just about as much as they can, and you're up 27-0 at halftime. You'll take that. 
Yeah, you will. And, and here's the thing. The score, like you mentioned, the score is 27 nothing. And if you looked at that, you'd be fine. But, yeah, you've had a couple of penalties on Lee Scott, right? Had a false start in that first half. Had a hold in that first half. Um, you've got the turnovers inside, not just inside the red zone, Christian, inside the five. Inside the five. Inside the five-yard line. And so that's what uh, head coach Buster Daniel and especially Coach Wade, the offensive coordinator for Lee Scott, he will be all over him about that because you just can't do that, especially moving forward when you play teams like Fortdale next week and if you are lucky enough and fortunate enough to move through playoffs, if you do end up seeing Glenwood again, you cannot turn the ball over because Glenwood will make you pay. Again, yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times in games that are similar to this, saying, you know, the it might not matter tonight or, you know, games in the future could really impact something like that. But it is very, very true. Games like Fort Dale where you're essentially competing for not only a first-round bye in the playoffs, but a home field game in the second round, that is a huge advantage if you're able to play on your home turf. And, again, as we mentioned, you can't do that against good teams. We talked about it. It's like baseball. You give a team four outs in an inning, those good teams are going to make you pay and put runs on the board. That being said, enough of the negativity. Having two fumbles inside the five yard line and you're up, you're up 27 to nothing, it could very easily, you know, turn, it could have very easily turned into something where you're up. You know, 10 to 3 at halftime, and you could be in a much different spot than you are right now. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Uh, you mentioned some of the good things, and I did as well, about what Lee Scott did do well in that first half. A couple of really long drives. We saw them go from their own 20 yard line and take it all the way down. A couple of long drives in that first half where it seems like over the past couple of weeks we've had some of those, but not a ton. And so it is good to see Lee Scott come up throwing a little bit. They did miss one over around the 40-yard line where Pelzer just left it out there and just couldn't quite come up with it, did the receiver. But a couple of nice long drives, and that's good to see for this Lee Scott offense. It is. It's really good. Rather than taking the plays where you know, you're know you moving the ball a little bit and you have a 60-yard touchdown, being able to take those 8, 12, 15-yard plays and piece them together and have a complete drive all the way down the field, it's such a confidence boost for the offense and for Coach Wade calling plays when you're able to have success multiple times uh, moving down the field. And you can't give enough credit to that offensive line. We've talked about it. The holes that they're creating for the running backs, there's not a wrong option for them to do it. But as soon as they get past that offensive line, or the line of scrimmage, I'm sorry, the offensive line is already working their way into the secondary mm-hmm. and having to make one man miss or a couple man miss and you're, you're, you're free into the end zone. And so, you know, the linemen aren't the ones that are getting the touchdowns credited to their name, but shouting them out we think is so important because they're the ones that do the dirty work. And it really is impressive how it's not just one play, it's not just one half, it's not just one game. It's every single snap of right. every single football game yeah. that this offensive line is doing that. And it, it, it makes guys like Jake White and J.J. Myers and Tyler Kennedy and Bank Sims and all these guys that are touching the football, it makes them look even better right. than they are, which they're fantastic players. But when the hole is that wide open, we joke all the time, you and I could get out there and run through those some of those holes. And so credit to the offensive line, credit to the backs as well for Lee Scott. And it's a 27 nothing lead at the half. Yeah, I mean, just painting like a mental image, Jake White, if he can make a man miss, 
at, you know, 15 yards down the field and turn a 15-yarder into a 22-yard gain rather than if the offensive line was failing and he's having to make man miss right at the line of scrimmage, turns a zero-yard run into a four- or five-yard run. That's such a big difference and such a confidence boost for the offense. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. When we come back, we'll talk about keys to the second half and how Lee Scott can hold on to a 27-0 lead and uh, just hold on to a lead in general as we get later into the night here in Montgomery, Alabama as we're on the campus of Alabama State, a really nice facility here in Montgomery, Alabama. Don't go anywhere. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Back here on the campus of Alabama State University, it is homecoming for Valiant Cross, and they had everybody honored at midfield here, and they announced their homecoming king and queen. But this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for, for orthopedic care. With locations in Auburn and Opelika, 
to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. As we're just a few minutes away from the second half starting between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross, your Lee Scott Warriors on top of the Valiant Cross Warriors, 27 to nothing. And as the teams begin to make their way out of the locker rooms and back onto the field, Christian, what has to happen for Lee Scott in this second half? It seems like it's a it's a pretty common theme so far, other than the Glenwood game, that Lee Scott has a commanding lead at the half. And what do you have to do to, A, hold on to that lead, and, B, get better in a game like this where the rain's kind of on and off. It's kind of it's just been a weird vibe type yes, of game yeah. as well, just weird plays and weird momentum shifts. And so all of that being said again, how does Lee Scott hold on to a 27 nothing lead, and how do you get better here tonight? I think, first of all, it goes back to those three keys of the game, the discipline and the mentality specifically, being able to – to play clean football that we have not seen in the first half. Granted, you're up 27 to nothing, but being able to play clean football, drive down the field like we've seen them do a couple of times, escape without penalties, escape without turnovers, and continue the momentum going forward into next week when you go to Fort Dale. And again, we talked about it in a second second halves like this. Being able to get experience is going to be huge. We've seen Bank Sims, his name called a lot tonight, and you know that's just one of those three options that can be used at that halfback spot. One guy goes down, one guy's got to be able to step up. So being able to get experience like that is a huge thing. Lee Scott on top of Fort or on top of Valiant Cross. My apologies, twenty-seven to nothing. As the Warrior Band about to take the field here and do a nice halftime performance, they do a fantastic job as well. And my thing for my thing for Lee Scott is, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about the. Um, the experience, right? Getting young guys in in a game like this. And, and look, here's the thing, too. You played this Valiant Cross team twice last year, and there is a chance that you played them again twice this year if you do happen to see them in in the second round of the playoffs if you do host the semifinals because you did that last year, and there's a chance you could do that here as well. But, again, a great turnout here tonight. It's a beautiful night. Wind's kind of blowing on and off, kind of misty rain, so that's not a whole lot of fun. But Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross, 27-0. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. A reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, when we come back, we'll have the second half between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross as your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Valiant Cross, 27-0 at the half. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Home buying has never been simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. A couple of more minutes before we start the second half between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross. It is Friday the 13th, and so do with that what you will. Um, as the Warrior Band continuing to perform on the field, we got a couple of minutes before we get into the second half. This has been the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. We normally update you on uh, Auburn High, but they are off this week. they got a bye game this week after an exciting win over Opelika last week, 31-30. So Auburn High is on a bye this week. But Lee Scott on top of Valley across 27-0 as the teams are back out on the field now. Warming up with just a couple of minutes to go. And we were talking about during the halftime report, Christian, how Lee Scott. Here's the thing. When they started off this football game with the on and off 
missed, I guess you could say, that we have outside right now. Um, Lee Scott pounded the football, running up the middle, getting outside. Jake White, a couple of direct snaps to Jake White as well, which I thought was really interesting on the offensive side. Yeah, it was. You saw a couple of things that you're not really used to seeing from the offense, but it's nice sometimes. You're seeing a little bit of a wrinkle. There's not too many times we see Pelzer drop straight back and try and throw it over the safeties, which he did earlier in the game. You're used to seeing him either roll out to the right or roll out to the left and hit the underneath route or hit the flat right at the first down marker. So I like seeing that. I like seeing a couple different things that you're not really used to seeing. Again, we talk about experience. Experience in the playbook is just as important as individual players getting playing time as well. Lee Scott and Valiant both warming up. We'll take one final break, and hopefully by the time we come back, we'll have the start of the second half between the Warriors and the Warriors here on the campus of Alabama State with the uh, very, very nice facilities here in downtown Montgomery just off the interstate as both Warriors getting set to come back out and have the second half. Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross, 27-0 here on the campus of Alabama State. That'll wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report and a reminder that the Orthopedic Clinic is is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. When we come back, the start of the third quarter between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross as your Warriors have a 27-0 lead on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. 
As we start the third quarter, Lee Scott leads Valiant Cross 27 to nothing here on the campus of Alabama State. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as we are just moments away from getting this third quarter and second half underway here in Montgomery, Alabama. We appreciate you all joining us here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. And a reminder that Lee Scott will receive the football to start the second half as Valiant won the toss and took the football to start the game. So the Warriors in their road whites for Lee Scott will receive the football to start the second half and looking to what you would think would put this game away if they could score an opening drive touchdown in this second half of the 27-0 lead. Yeah, definitely. And you, again, you'd love to see a commanding drive like you saw a couple times in that first half, but more importantly, finding the end zone once you get into that red zone is a really big confidence booster for the offense. Valiant will kick it off left to right. Lee Scott will return it right to left. Reminder that Lee Scott in their road whites with navy helmets, red letters, and numbers on the front and back, white pants as well. Valiant cross in their gold, almost Notre Dame-like helmets with the navy uniform and the white pants. Is it officially navy? Is that what... The binoculars are telling well, you? Well, the uniform is navy, but the numbers on the jersey, well, navy slash gray. Like a slate almost? Yeah, charcoal maybe. I think it is gray. Let's go to art class. What are we What are we thinking here? I don't know. We're on the Bust out palette. the color wheel, yeah, see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with a gray on the uniforms and a black slash navy on the numbers inside. So up close it looks really cool, but up here in the booth it's just kind of tough to see with the lights on and, and being overcast and everything. Just a little bit tougher to see the numbers for Valiant, but good-looking uniforms. Taking a little bit to get this second half underway. Here we go now. And we're underway in the second half. Received right at the five-yard line. They're going to hand it off to Jake White on the right side. Gets a block. Finds another block. Out across the 40 and taken down from behind at the 42-yard line. Shifty little play back there at the five-yard line. Taken by one, a pitch to Jake White, and great starting field position for the Warriors here to open up the second half. It is. Giving the ball to Jake White is not not too bad of a thing more times than not. Already has a punt return touchdown. Exactly, and the speed that he has moving north to south on the football field. If you're running the exact same way that he is, he's going to be hard to catch. Got just tripped up, but got past the 40-yard line. So once again, great field position for the Warriors in their first drive of the second half. 27-0 is our score. Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross. We're just 10 seconds into this third quarter. Lee Scott moving right to left offensively. As quarterback Pelzer Reeves looks to lead the offense down the field once again. J.J. Meyer starts as the running back. And confusion from the officials, confused that there's some conversation going on. I don't know what it's about. Seemed like a pretty time. <laughs> seemed like a pretty routine kickoff to me, Christian. But now all of them are going to come together. Well, three of the five officials are going to come together. Well, that's what both teams were lined up and ready to play. And we were looking over at the the head official and the both line judges were 
not in their spot, having a conversation. They got a couple footballs changed out. Other than that, I don't really know what the what the holdup is here. Yeah, as you well, he's got I... cheerleaders taking advantage of it, I guess. <laughs> and they're, they're going at it, but I... oh, we're Are we waiting on the chain gang. That's exactly what we're doing. That was the issue. And look who went down there and picked it up. Head coach Buster Daniel for Lee Scott. That's what we were missing. Okay. And they're to the 10, the 15, to the 20, <laughs> 25. They're about to come into the picture. There they are, the 30. And Puts it knocked down out of bounds right at the 35-yard line. Beautiful. And that's how the second Beautiful. half gets underway. Wow. Didn't that happen in college football a couple weeks ago? Or maybe it was the NFL. We are waiting on the chain gang, and a couple of the referees had to, like, come out. The uh, the temporary referees came out, oh, like, I don't know. Minutes, I didn't and that, that was what was delayed. Oh, my goodness. Reeves up to throw, hits Jake White on the screen, hit immediately at the 36-yard line. Nowhere to go. It'll be a loss on the play. Ball comes out. He was down, though, and they do blow it dead. So the famous screen pass at least got lights to run to Jake White so often. Valiant wasn't fooled that time and a loss on the first down play. Well, we see it work a couple times when there's one line or one cornerback and kind of the safety about eight or nine yards deep that way you can get the block on the first guy and jake can run past and try and make that safety miss when you have two guys on the line of scrimmage a two-on-one block not successful more times than not math done that up there <laughs> jake white in motion from left to right fake to him handoff in the backfield a late flag flies in as tyler kennedy knocked out of bounds around the 45 yard line into the lee scott bench but a late flag. Shout out to the officials. Shocker, I know. For using pink <laughs> flags tonight. Did you notice that? For breast cancer awareness. They're throwing pink flags around, which kind of makes it hard to see on the field, but they are using pink flags as long as well with the cheerleaders using pink pom-poms and the players wearing a bunch of pink socks. And, hey, even the chain gang guys have some pink shirts on. So everybody out in support. We missed the memo on that, but. Got a couple more games to make up for it. That's right. See what the call is. It's on Lee Scott. They're walking the other way after what was a nice gain by Tyler Kennedy. It's going to be a hold. And a hold on Lee Scott. Oh, a double hold. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. It was a hold. They declined that one. And, there was and then there was another hold, and they took that one. So <laughs> that play resulted out across the 45-yard line into Valley across territory. That'll be wiped out, and Lee Scott will take it all the way back to the 25-yard line, second down and uh, about 30, and the ball's down in the backfield. Pelzer Reeves able to jump on top of it back near the 18-yard line. Warriors going the wrong way on offense. They are. And, again, I think that's the exact thing that you're trying to avoid as as a Warrior offense coming out of halftime. You end the first half. Yeah, you got the punt return for a touchdown right before the half expired. But before that, two back-to-back drives resulting in fumbles, a little bit of a sloppy play. You're wanting to come out in the second half with things clicking. And a third and about 35 is is not what you necessarily have in your mind. And there's not too many pages in that playbook that are going to fit a play like this. Reeves to throw. Has his man down the sideline into the breadbasket and caught at the 40-yard line. It was Jake White 
who catches it and is forced out of bounds at the 46-yard line. Even after all that, you're still five yards short of a first down. But with Lee Scott's offense, I wouldn't hate it if they decided to go for it here with the first down marker just on the opposite 49-yard line with 10.40 to play. Oh, it looks like that's exactly what they're doing, trying to hurry up to the huddle. Or hurry up to the line of scrimmage. Beautiful throw by Pelzer Reeves, the quarterback. When I say he put it in the breadbasket, you couldn't have placed it any better with your hand as Reeves comes up throwing again on fourth down, finds his receiver Harrison Short out across the 46-yard line into enemy territory. First down, Lee Scott. Yeah, two really good throws there from Pelzer Reeves to talk about it. There wasn't a third and 35 down play. There was a third and 30, apparently, and you'll take the fourth and five, pick up about seven there. Good little out route right at the first down marker. Harrison Short beats his receiver to the outside. Pelzer Reeves put it right on the numbers. And a great fourth down conversion there from the Warriors. Still driving past midfield. Ten minutes to play in the third quarter. Lee Scott holds a 27-0 lead. Looking to add on to it. Parker Wright bounces off a defender. Shoves off another defender. And taken down at the 39-yard line. A late flag here on the near side. The complete opposite where the play actually happened. And it's going to be on Harrison Short. He's the only Lee Scott defender over here. Find out what the play. I don't know what the penalty was. I didn't see it. I was looking on the opposite side. And maybe it was on Valiant. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a couple. The play before on the uh, the great throw there from Pelzer Reeves on third down. Uh, Harrison and the cornerback got into a little bit of a shoving match. They go to Harrison on fourth down. He converts it and it kind of gives the first down marker or the first down signal right in front of the cornerback's face. And uh, the two of them go at it on this near sideline. We don't quite have a call yet. It is going to be a personal foul on Valiant. On Valiant. Cross. Wow, okay. Well, and my he's apologies, standing there Harrison. with his arms up. And it very easily could be what you see more times than not. It's not the first one. It's the second push right. that yep. gets it. And not calling that it. it was Harrison Short that, that started anything by any means. But the retaliation, I feel like, is more times called than not, especially the cornerback with a little bit of frustration into him. He, he's getting blocked while the ball's going to the other side of the field. One last push right in front of the line judge. That's going to get called more times than not. So you're going to tack on a few more yards for Lee Scott. Yeah, it's typically not the initial action. It's always the reaction, as you said, and that's exactly what happens. So the personal foul goes against Valiant Cross, moves Lee Scott down near the 22-yard line, moving right to left on your radio dial. Handoff up the left side. J.J. Myers cuts back inside. Late flag came flying in. He threw that flag 20 yards from the 35 inside the 20-yard line. So they're probably going to bring it back on a hold. J.J. was able to get down inside the 20-yard line. And again, the official called hold. He, I don't, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, he launched that flag. I was, that was impressive. I don't think, but I don't see his. I don't think holding is. That's not his call. I, I agree. And you got Lee Scott fans who are right. They're yelling that you're 20 yards behind the play. I don't understand how they're calling a hold on the opposite side when the play went left up the middle and the back judge is calling hold. I I didn't see it. But, again, they don't ask us our opinion. They should. <laughs> so that's going to move the ball. What well, was a run that puts you inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone will now put you – See where they decide to mark this football. There's 8.51 to play in the third quarter. It's been a long, long three minutes. It has. <laughs> it's been a long three minutes in this third quarter. Fans showing displeasurement here in <laughs> Montgomery. 
it's so now it's about <laughs> sure it's about a first and 23 another <laughs> long yardage play lee scott just hands it on the reverse to tyler kennedy shoved out of bounds near the 25 yard line don't think he quite got there about the 27 yard line the initial line of scrimmage is at the 22 so about a second and 15 or so for lee scott with eight and a half to play and the 27 nothing lead in this third quarter See if Lee Scott can punch it in offensively. And what this is still the opening drive of the second half. <laughs> believe it or not, four minutes off the clock, but 15 or 20 out of real time. Pelzer looks to throw it back to the opposite side. Has his man. It's JJ Myers. Gets a weak bump. Gets into the end zone. A touchdown for now, but a flag again. Another holding call called by the White Hat this time back behind the play. He threw the flag way before that ball was even thrown. At least got sideline, can't believe it. Buster Daniel just shaking his head. Hands on his hips, looks at the ground and just shakes his head in disbelief. Valiant Cross rushed three defenders and there was zero pressure on the quarterback. They didn't break the line of scrimmage. So and this is a least got offensive line that doesn't get a whole lot of holding calls. No, and again, it would be a whole, you know, I would understand if the defender broke the line of scrimmage just trying to make a play on right. threes, but Pelzer could have stood there for 10 or 15 more seconds without any pressure on there. So yeah, there was no scramble in front of you. It wasn't like there was pressure and he was trying to avoid a tackler and the, the lineman got called for a hold. It was just, it was a beautifully executed weak side wheel route and I guess it wasn't a beautiful weak yeah. side wheel yeah. route. It was it was a holding. Now wipes the touchdown off the board. Second and about a 1,000 as Pelzer Reeves rolls to his right, finds his man at the 25-yard line and tackled on the far side of the football field near the Valiant Cross sideline. He gets down inside the 20, I believe, and appeared to be so after, after all Jake that, White. It, I believe it was Jake White as well. So after all of that, it's about a third and – Five and a half or six. So Inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. How about that? After Literally, like you said, after all that, we're back in the red zone with 7.02 to play, clock counting down under seven minutes. Lee Scott has a third and manageable. I don't know how. Reeves rolls out to the near side, turns, throws into the end zone, a little bit late, gets there, falling into the end zone, and it's a touchdown for the Warriors. Put another one on the board. Beautiful throw and catch. Pelzer Reeves to Harrison Short. That'll make up for it. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Yeah, great throw there from Pelzer Reeves, rolling out to his left, planting his feet, and that's the throw that you're talking about, being able to set your feet throw was a little bit late as you mentioned but had just enough on it and Harrison Short beat his defender right at that pylon beautiful play call you're running Jake White right about the 10 8 yard line one more receiver right beyond him so that way that it's putting that cornerback in a position to where you're having to make a play and pick a receiver and Harrison Short finds him in the end zone for six love seeing Harrison Short get really involved in the offense here tonight had a big play on that drive that got taken away by one of the questionable penalty calls as Relator puts it up through the uprights. And Lee Scott running away with it here in Montgomery. It's 34-0. Lee Scott on top of Valiant Cross. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of 
from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. With you, Lee Scott has a 34 nothing lead with 6.45 to play in the third quarter. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Warriors <laughs> took almost, let's see, almost five minutes, over five minutes off the clock. But that literally almost took 20 minutes on that drive alone. But they did score. As the kickoff goes into the end zone for a touchback. And give Harrison Short a touchdown catch to make it 34-0 Lee Scott. I know it was a very long, confusing, official, uh, I don't know the best way to put that, but officials have their hands on it a lot. A lot of holding calls, a lot of questionable calls. But at the end of the day, Lee Scott does get into the end zone, and there's another long-sustaining drive that we've seen Lee Scott be able to put together tonight. Yeah, it was. It's very impressive, and be able to do that when the odds are stacked against you on a drive like that, whether it's your own mistakes, being able to persevere and overcome those mistakes and find your way into the end zone is a really big plus. And for those not in in attendance and tuning in on the radio, we've mentioned a couple times, Friday the 13th, a weird vibe in the game. (laughs) That drive, I feel like, kind of summarizes everything in a whole. It's just a weird environment uh, tonight, and it does appear that we do have a running clock. Handoff to the left-hand side from the 20-yard line after the touchback. Picked up a couple of yards and driven back to the 20-yard line as forward progress will give him a couple of yard gain on the first down carry for Valiant Cross. And don't get it twisted. Valiant Cross has had their chances too. They've had a couple of big chunk plays in that first half. This is their first offensive possession of the second half, but they were inside Lee Scott territory a couple of times in that first half. Under five and a half to play. It is a 34-0 lead for Lee Scott over Valiant Cross. Again, we're here on the campus of Alabama State, home of the Hornets in Montgomery, just off the interstate, about an hour or so drive from Auburn. Screen play out to the left side. Tackle made in the backfield. Got out of the ankle tackle, but then forced all the way back near the 10-yard line. Lee Scott able to make multiple defensive efforts and eventually get him down at the 10. Again, we'll see where forward progress stops him under five minutes to play. It'll be third and long for Valiant Cross. I think a cardinal sin in short yardage passing, especially screens, is when you're throwing behind the receiver. You hear that from quarterbacks. You hear that from coaches. That It's almost, it's almost very similar to a high snap or a bobbled snap to where a simple execution that you would think is simple uh, turns into a little bit of a, a mistake, and it messes up the timing with everything. Lee Scott did a great job there shedding off the blockers and getting numerous hats uh, on that tackle. 
Archie looks to throw, slings it down the left sideline, 50-50 ball, knocked out of bounds at the 30-yard line, falls incomplete, and it'll be fourth down for Valley across with 4.15 to play. And as you mentioned, partner, a running clock here in this second half. But a nice three-and-out stop for the Lee Scott defense. They haven't had to play a whole lot tonight, uh, but a nice stop for the Warrior defense. Yeah, it's, it's, it is funny you mentioned that. Usually we're used to seeing the Lee Scott defense on the field a lot because yeah, of the yeah, offense and their, their quick strike ability. We've seen numerous times where I guess we saw it on the very first play where they went one y- or one play, 19 yards, and a touchdown. But the ability for the offense to go 70, 80 yards, which we haven't seen too many times throughout the year because of how stout that Lee Scott defense is. It really is a big confidence, but it is kind of funny to think about that the defense has actually been out there for um, haven't, hasn't been out there for too many plays tonight. So a punt from right around the five-yard line. Lee Scott brought the house, couldn't get there. Jake White going to let it fall out of bounds at the Valiant Cross 45-yard line. Never got to midfield. It falls out of bounds on the Valiant Cross sideline, and that's where Lee Scott will take over offensively is on the 45-yard line. They're on the field, so we're going to keep it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app with just over three minutes to play in the third quarter. Lee Scott leads 34-0 to and a chance to to really pad the lead here late in this third quarter. I wouldn't be surprised if this is probably the last drive from Pelzer Reeves. He is in a quarterback in the shotgun. Fake to J.J. Myers. He's going to unload over the middle and a miscommunication. It's intercepted and tackled at the 25-yard line. I got to be a miscommunication. Receiver went right and Pelzer threw left down the middle. Harrison Short does eventually make the tackle. Just a miscommunication. Interception thrown by Pelzer Reeves. And again, didn't see that a whole lot last year, but I mean, he it's like he was throwing to the Valley across receiver. It got to be a miscommunication. It was. It, it most likely was a miscommunication, but even if it was, I don't think it was the correct decision. You have one on one on the outside, threw it into the middle with the linebacker and the safety, overthrew him and the miscommunication. And as you mentioned, it looked like he was throwing to that Valiant Cross safety. And again, we talk about it. Not too many mistakes that we see coming off the arm of Pelzer Reeves. It does happen more times than not in situations where you're trying to do a little bit too much. Right. And Especially in a game like this when it's a running clock. He hasn't been called on to to be the guy. And you know, you want to be the one to go out. You want to make a play. You want to do something positive to spark up that offense. Lee Scott defensively gets after Archie, the quarterback, flushed out to the left and eventually shoved out of bounds by Lee Scott defensively Sam Jackson on the far sideline. A nice scramble play, pickup of a first down and a few more yards, and they'll move the chains right around the 40-yard line. And Valiant Cross trying to move the football with 120 to play in this third quarter. We're going back to it. It's just one of those plays you want to see Pelzer just ch- either tuck it and run or throw it out of bounds, live to see another down. I'd say just turn and hand the football off. I mean, at this point, it's 34. And, and look, we've seen Pelzer throw the football a few good times yeah, tonight. No, very, oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's thrown it pretty well tonight. So, so again, as you mentioned, you could very easily chalk it down to a miscommunication. <laughs> as the center... Trying to sell a call, falls completely backwards onto his backside. And they're going to call it on Lee Scott. Whether it be offsides or encroachment either way, they'll move it from the 40 to the 45-yard line. 
Valley across has the football. 35 seconds to play in the third quarter. They trail Lee Scott 34-0. Archie, keeper all the way, flushed out to his right, comes back up the middle, gets across the 45, but nothing else after that. Slam down after the play. His helmet comes off. couple of nice plays. It was Brady Sajowski and Sam Jackson in hot pursuit of the quarterback, which will bring up a second down, a loss on the play. With 20 seconds, the clock does stop for whatever reason. Hey, because the uh, a player loses his helmet, probably stops it temporarily as he'll come out for a play. And clock running once again. Second down from the 45-yard line. First down marker is the 50. This will be the final play of the third quarter. Valiant Cross trying to find any momentum on offense. They bring a man in motion from left to right. Two receivers to the left and now two on the right. Play clock at 2-1. They just get the snap off. Looking to throw it. Pressure immediately from Tyler Kennedy and hit right at the 45-yard line. Just nowhere to go as Lee Scott Tyler Kennedy comes up pumping his fist. It'll be third down when we come back as Lee Scott holds a 34-0 lead over Valiant Cross. Looking to close it out and get out of Montgomery with a win. 12 more minutes to play when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer's satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Three quarters down and one to go here on the campus of Alabama State University in Montgomery, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Valiant Cross, 34 to nothing. We'll have a running clock here in this fourth and final quarter as Lee Scott looking to close it out and get their seventh win on the year against a Valiant Cross team who is searching for their first win on the season. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Joining me in the booth is Christian Griffin as they will flip the field now moving right to left is Valiant Cross. A pitch out to the right. Goes from the 40-yard line out across the 50. And it'll be enough for a first down for Valiant Cross into Lee Scott territory on the 48-yard line. Still got some music playing on the sideline. Yeah, why not? (laughs) 
They do it during basketball. Not high school, but like NBA basketball. If you ever go to a game, if you're watching it on TV, they're constantly playing music they while are. the game is happening. And I remember a couple years ago, there was like the, the test run for like two games where there was nothing and all of the players hated it. Because it's is, just so quiet? Yeah. But see, I wouldn't like it if I was a player. Like, I don't want a bunch of music blaring. Run up the middle. Helmets go flying everywhere. Big tackle around the 45-yard line. Pickup of around two. And we'll have to see... See a sub come in for Valiant Cross. Lose your helmet. Got to come out for a play. He's hyped up, though. <laughs> Speaking of NBA, I know you're a big NBA guy. I am, Regular yes. season yeah. not too far away. Yeah, coming up in uh, about a week or so. You know what else just got underway? Hockey. Ooh. <laughs> Everybody in the state hates what I, I say. <laughs> Everybody hates when I bring that up, especially on my show in the afternoons. God, I, know, I don't get any more hate. And when I talk about hockey for two minutes on a show <laughs> in the state of Alabama, it's unbelievable. Radio dial changes at a 200% level. <laughs> yeah, I've got enough flack. i got to quit talking about it. I do it on my own time, though. Run off the right side. J.J. Myers was there. Couldn't make the tackle. Big hit at the 40-yard line. You can hear the ooze from the crowd. On the third down carry, going to be about three yards short of a first down and under 10 minutes to play. Now you cross, you would think they'd go for it here on what could be their final offensive possession if things go well. We do have a running clock here in this fourth quarter. But, yes, I am excited about the NBA starting up. Big Boston Celtics guy. We blew it last year. Got a great team this year. We did lose. Uh, say, are we happy with Drew Holiday for Marcus Smart? Is honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'm cool with it. I like Drew Holiday a lot. He gets a lot of hate, but I think he's the perfect little, not going to be someone that's going to give you 30 a night, but an easily 18 and 5 type of guy. Yep. Someone that's going to fill the glue. Another quarterback keeper by Archie to the left side and just runs into a white wall, and there's a late flag. Absolutely. Everybody, you threw your hands up here in the booth looking for it. I mean, that was a no doubter. And unsportsmanlike conduct is the call that that he's given for, for Lee Scott driving the ball carrier back. I mean, I don't want to say we're lucky that it's a 34 nothing game, but yeah. if this was something to where it was – it was a lot tighter, and and a couple calls like this were were, were made. You could you hear a lot more uh, on either side of us. So after the unsportsmanlike, that moves the ball all the way to the 25-yard <laughs> line, thanks to a 15-yard penalty. Give some credit. The right arm of that head umpire right there. He's got oh, He has got a cannon. That dude does not miss arm day. I don't know what his legs look like, but that dude does not miss arm day in the gym. He goes arm seven days a week. He's throwing He's throwing the flag farther than the dudes are throwing the football right now. On a reverse jet sweep, miscommunication, hit in the backfield, escapes it. Another hit, slam down at the 40-yard line. Nowhere to go. Lee Scott all over it. Nobody was confused that time. Way back. That'll make up for the unsportsmanlike. I think it was Trip Vaughn back there making the second effort tackle with under nine minutes to play and literally makes up for the unsportsmanlike call. Seven days a week. Arm day. <laughs> Arm day. He's in the gym. What are you training for? Throwing flags? What are I you mean, training for? Yeah. Heck yeah. I respect him. He's man. got his labrum surgery and everything. I mean, no, I mean, yeah. he might. I heard. I heard 
It's all speculation, but there are reports saying that he's missing the 2024 season. Uh, Tommy John is on the on the calendar for him come January. So Man. as soon as we get out of football season, uh, it does appear that he might have to go through with that surgery. I don't know. I heard he could have gone D1 if he didn't get that get hurt back in high school. That's all I know. <laughs> Fumble in the backfield, tried to hand it off, miscommunication, bunch of white jerseys jump on top of it at the 42-yard line. Did Valiant get on top of that? Quarterback Archie did, I think. I think he got back on top of him. He got crushed. I don't know how he did. He got crushed as soon as he did, though. I bet he regrets it right now. Heck of a play, though. Great effort. That's what, even in a 34-0 ball game, I know we're kind of joking here near the end, but that's the kind of effort that, as a head coach, in a 34-0 defeat that you're about to take, heck of an effort by Jordan Archie to go back, miscommunication with your running back, um, and, and yet Caleb Cobb and him just couldn't get on the same page, but he still jumped back on the football and saved what was possession for Lee Scott. Yeah, both coaches you're going to see that are pleased with that type of effort. You're not looking at a scoreboard at a game like this if you're on the field, especially as a head coach. You're going to find ways to improve things that you got to adjust, but one thing that you can't teach is that effort uh, that was given on that play. So credit to both sides. And especially Archie right there for coming early with the football. Archie throws over the middle, one-handed grab, couldn't make the play, falls incomplete, contested by a Lee Scott defender. It was Miles Zachary who leveled him right at the 30-yard line, and the Valiant Cross Warriors still down on the ground. And can't again, can't quite see who it is, and finally helped up and able to limp back into the huddle. for Valiant Cross. Don't want to guess on the number. I can't quite see it, so don't want to guess and and be wrong. But it is fourth down for Valiant Cross. Football on the 41-yard line. First down is the 15. I never knew that you were ever wrong. It's it's very rare. It's just other people aren't right. or It's unfortunate that I'm on the radio and I like you, you can record it and test it and use it as evidence against me, but it is pretty rare. 7-10 to play in. Valiant is going to punt it away. Nice kick. Sky high. Hits it around the 12-yard line. Takes a friendly Lee Scott bounce. It is down around the 18-yard line, and that's where the Lee Scott Warriors will take over on offense with under seven minutes to play. Clock continuing to count down. The teams are on the field. We'll go ahead and just leave it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins. As we are under seven minutes away from Lee Scott getting out of here with yet another victory on the season, Looking to move to 7-1 and one on the year with the Fort Dale Eagles on the horizon. This game, of course, one of the next three on the road for Lee Scott to end this 2023 season. This is a region game. Next week is a region game over Fort Dale. And then Lee Scott will end the season at Edgewood, which is a non-region game. In the shotgun, keeper all the way on the near side, gets a couple of blocks out across the 25, still on his feet and taken down at the 27-yard line. And you called it last time, partner. Pelzer Reeves, his night is done after the interception on the last drive. And we do have an update with that Fortdale game. We're talking about how important it would have been, or it is, for that second seed next week. Fortdale Academy has just gone final 28-27 against Bessemer. So squeaking Fordale away wins. with wow. a victory. Yeah. Wow, okay. 
Okay, well, that Bessemer team, that Bessemer team gave Lee Scott all they wanted last week. That score as a handoff off the right side, going to lose a couple, pushed out of bounds. Starting to see some of the young guys get some action in here. Brooke Zachary on the carry, but I mentioned Bessemer. That was a 41 to 11 game, and again, I know you were out of town last week. That score does not imp- in really imply what that game looked like. Um, Bessemer is a really talented team. They're, they've got a couple of years to get there, but a really talented team. So it sounds like they gave Fortdale everything they wanted as well, but the Eagles do pull it out, which sets up a really big game next week on the road there at Fortdale Academy. As we're under five minutes to play, Lee Scott with a 34-0 lead. Turn and hand up the middle, finds a hole out across the 30, brought down at the 31-yard line. For Lee Scott Academy, new quarterback is Ethan Hardy, the sophomore. We've seen him get in late in ball games. One thing about him, we haven't seen him throw the football a whole lot, Christian, but he's not afraid to run somebody over. He'll lower his helmet and take out somebody if he gets the opportunity. Definitely, yeah. We've seen him take a couple carries here late in the games. And, yeah, as you mentioned, not trying to juke anybody out, just lowering his shoulder, trying to run people over. And he's done it successfully a couple times as well. Yes, yes, he has. 420 to play, third down. And about five for the Warriors. Hardy in the shotgun, takes the snap. Delayed handoff. Off to the right side. Valiant's all over it, though. Taken down in the backfield. It'll be a loss on the play. Brooks Zachary on the carry. Little celebration by Jaquincy Thompson, the freshman who makes the stop for Valiant Cross. Under four minutes to play. Clock stopped at four minutes. There was a flag thrown. Uh, I missed that. The head referee was right at where the flag was thrown, so instead of chucking it up, he chucked it, or throwing it out, he threw it straight up. What was the vertical on it? I mean, it got some height to it. <laughs> it, might, it might have gone 16, 17 feet up in the air. It was, it was pretty high. But going back to uh, to that Fort Dale-Bessemer game, you know, you don't want to assume that that's what it was, but it's games like that that could very easily be a trap game yeah. for Fort Dale where you know that you're welcoming Lee Scott Academy in next week that you could possibly start getting that mindset changed and you find yourself in a four-quarter game. Luckily for Lee Scott, you've been able to handle business here, but it's you know we talk about it a lot, how the mindset of, of games could very easily flip and you know, say, say Valiant Cross is able to put a couple drives together off of the Lee Scott turnovers, and all of a sudden you're halfway through the fourth quarter and it's a much closer game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Lee Scott is three minutes and 20 seconds away from a victory as Hardy puts it into the chest of his running back, gets out around midfield, and taken down Braxton Cox on the carry for Lee Scott as he'll sub out and Brooke Zachary back in the ballgame. Yeah, Lee Scott eating about as much clock here as you can in between plays. It was a first down for Lee Scott off the penalty, by the way. They're out near the 45-yard line on that play. My apologies on the lack of update, but the ball is at the 50-yard line now with 2.48 to play. In the football game, a couple of more plays. A first down will pretty much do it for Lee Scott Hardy in the shotgun. Gives it to Brooks off the right side. Finds a couple of... Blocks, puts his foot in the ground, cuts back up the middle just a little bit and taken down at the 40, picks up the first down with two and a half minutes to play. And just a couple of more plays should just about do it for Lee Scott. As Christian's been talking about, we will be on the road 
once again next week at Fort Dale. Excited to make that trip for the first time, just like we did this one. Otago was the first time I've been there, and excited to see what Fort Dale looks like next week, and should be a really, really good football game. Hardy, handoff up the middle. Can't tackle him from behind. It's Braxton Cox. Cuts back up to the left and was running the wrong way there for a second <laughs> and brought down at the 30-yard line. Almost good enough for another first down, and it's a new quarterback in the football game once again, Griffin Gaston. We've seen him a little bit this year as well. He is in a quarterback. We're a minute and 40 min a minute and 40 seconds, my apologies, away from Elise Scott victory. It's 34-0 Warriors on top of the Valley Cross Warriors. Here on the campus of Alabama State, turned out to be a really, really pretty night. A little bit of mist here and there. It's kind of hitting us right now, so be sure you stay tuned. We'll have the postgame show coming up. Handoff off the right side. Cut back up the middle by, Bra or by Brooks Zachary. Excuse me, out across the 20, out across the 15, still turning his legs, and is picked up and slammed down out of bounds inside the 15-yard line at the 11. That puts Lee Scott for the final time inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Stay tuned as we're under a minute to play. We'll have the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. We'll wrap it up pretty quickly as we try to get out of here before any more rainfall hits us in Montgomery. At the 12, Warriors with the football. Ball's on the ground, able to get back on top of it in the backfield. And I know these are the young guys, but... That is three fumbles now inside the red zone. We had two of them inside the five from the starters. I don't know if you really want to loop all that together, but stats are stats. And it's funny. I was just about to say, you know, with the clock running down, all you have to do is kneel it. Thankfully, we're not in a position that Miami was oh in with goodness. Georgia Tech last Oh, that weekend. was horrible. Oh, that but was horrible. I was about to say, just hold on to the football, and, you know, ironically, that's exactly what happens. But, oh, my gosh, what a terrible way to go out it. To go out if you are. Elise got snapped the Miami. football, the clock ends, and they're going to play, blow it dead. And that's how it ends. Lee Scott in a weird game. Weird game. Weird vibes. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. But Lee Scott is victorious once again. Warriors win 34-0 on the road in Montgomery, taking down Valley Across. Stay tuned. The Troy Bank and Trust postgame show is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott is victorious over Valley at Cross. 34-0 is the final score as the Warriors take down Valley at Cross on the road here in Montgomery. Welcome into the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Well, Christian, it was a... It was not a clean game. Uh, I think that's a, a, a fair way to say it. It wasn't a clean game uh, offensively for either squad. Uh, Lee Scott was able to make a couple of plays defensively, uh, had a punt return for a touchdown, a couple of interceptions. But offensively, Lee Scott for the game had three fumbles, also threw an interception, did Pelzer Reeves. You get a nice win on the scoreboard, but... I don't know if this is going to be a game that when they put on the film coming up this weekend and early next week that they're really going to be super, super excited about. No, it, not excited about really by any means. You want to go here and take care of a much lesser opponent. And you do handle them handedly, but you're going to go back and watch film and see a lot of things that you can clean up, which could be a very good thing as well, knowing that yeah. you have Fort Dale coming up next week. That being said, you would have much rather preferred a very clean game, a very confident uh, football game for both sides of the football. As you move in to essentially the game for the, for the number two seed, 
coming up next week. Yeah, it is. It's a really big game next week. And so uh, a couple of, of highlight plays really quickly before uh, we get out of here. Uh, again, a couple of interceptions. Trip Vaughn had an interception. Jake White had an interception. Uh, Jake White also had the punt return touchdown. Um, <clears throat> J.J. Myers, excuse me. J.J. Myers had, had a couple of rushing scores. So Lee Scott... Ran the football extremely well, dominated both lines of scrimmage like they will do in most of their games this year. And so, um, overall, I think, in my opinion, Christian, Lee Scott, you get another win and you cannot look. You got to celebrate the wins. 100%. Have to celebrate the wins. No matter who it's against, no matter how it's done, you got to celebrate the wins. But really moving forward, starting next week, as you mentioned with Fort Dale, I know you end the year with Edgewood, but then after that, you've got playoffs coming up. And next week is a game for the two seed. Uh, so that will be a lot of fun. What can Lee Scott take away from a game like this where you did win, dominant, dominating on the scoreboard, but as we've been mentioning here at the end in the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show, wasn't the clean of games. Yeah, I think on the defensive side of the ball first, it's been chunk plays that have hurt them at times. We saw with Glenwood, there weren't too many times Glenwood drove 80 yards down the field. It was those 75-yard touchdown plays or the big chunk plays that you were seeing that were hurting Lee Scott. Lee Scott is going to win, as you mentioned, the line of scrimmage more times than not. And so they're going to have other teams are going to have to come up with ways to move the ball and whether that's thrown over the safeties or trying to get out in space. But for Lee Scott, on the defensive side of the ball, just trying to eliminate those big plays because you're doing just about everything the way that you need to, you need to do. You pitch another shutout here, running up the middle, is kind of non-existent when you're facing the Lee Scott, the Lee Scott size mm-hmm. uh, that they have. And on the offensive side of the football, I mean, you talk about it, any coach is going to tell you the obvious answer of you want to play clean football. That's as the head coach and as an offensive coordinator and as an offense, that's exactly what you want. But just having the mindset to focus every single play, do your job, make the right play more times than not. And then a couple of times, just live to see another down, hold on to the football. But as an offense, I think you're doing things right. You're going to take this game with a grain of salt. You're going to look at the entire season as a whole and know the uh, know the confidence that you've built. You're going to take that going into next week. You brought up something that I want to hit on really quickly before we get out of here. The big plays for Lee Scott on defense, they're not breaking a whole lot, but they do bend at times, as Lee Scott defense does. And in the only loss that Lee Scott had against Glenwood, what did the Gators do? They had big plays. They had multiple big plays. They had two 75-yard touchdowns in that game. So I don't know how yet until I go back and watch some of this film, and I'm sure the coaches and and defensive coordinator Jacob Odson is going to do the same thing. Got to find a way to limit those because I guarantee Glenwood's going to continue to go back to those screen plays, to the big ones, to the big chunk plays, and try to get this Lee Scott defense on its heels, and they've got to find a way to fix that. And if they can, this defense is going to keep you in every single football game. Yeah, like I mentioned, it's not like you're giving up. 80-yard touchdown drives. You're giving up the couple big chunk plays that are flipping the field. And what you mentioned, I really do, I'm a fan of the term you bend but you don't break. You might give up yards the first 80 yards of the field, but that's when you come together and you try and force field goals or you try and force turnovers like that defense did tonight. But eliminating those in a hole puts your defense in such a great spot. If you're able to get them in second and long, third and long, and get into obvious passing downs, that's where you can see that defense thrive. 
Lee Scott victorious on the road over Valley at Cross. They will move on to take on Fort Dale next week in the second to last game of the regular season. Final score 34 to nothing. Lee Scott victorious here in Montgomery, Alabama, taking down Valley at Cross. The Valley at Cross Warriors still winless on the year, 0 and 7. Lee Scott moves to 7 and 1. Here on Friday, the 13th, the Warriors are victorious and they will play Fort Dale next week on the road. And of course, we will be there. Pre-game 6:30, kickoff at 7 here on the home of the Lee Scott Sports Network, AU100. Kristen, we did it, man. We powered through it. My voice actually is still pretty much not here. It's it is pretty be- much it's, it's still beautiful to listen to, though. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, look, Kristen, you did a great job, man, carrying us through the pregame and helping me out here through the broadcast. I'm hoping to get my voice and body back to normal, man. It's been a brutal couple of weeks. So excited for what next week will bring and a game that will decide the two-seed in Class 3A AISA. Looking forward to it. At, for my Keller commentator, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Until next week, stay safe and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.